In today's episode of Franchise Unpacked, we're going to be talking about not me, not Hermione, you. (laughs) Have you seen that meme going around? Oh, yeah. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I guess it's like a year old at this point. I mean, what a library of memes from these movies. Oh my movies. gosh, so and good. Like, yeah. Welcome to Franchise Unpacked, the show where we unpack your favorite franchises. I'm one of your hosts, Zach. And I'm one of your wizards, Dave. Oh, I see what ah, you did there. I like you're that. a wizard, Dave. You're a wizard. It doesn't have the same ring. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No. I just found out that's the same actor who was in the several James Bond movies uh, with Pierce Brosnan, the Goldeneye. So oh, really? He's in Goldeneye. Yeah, he he plays... Bo- um, uh, oh, shoot. Uh, it starts with an R. It's some super Russian name. He's XKGB. He's okay. like, and um, his story is that James Bond shot him in the like in the hip on an old old mission. He goes, it hurts every time it's it's cold. And he goes, how much? How long? It's always cold in Russia. So it's like, uh, yeah. So it was like always. Hurts. Uh, the oh, name will come amazing. to me. Valentin Zukovsky. Valentin Zukovsky. That's what it is. Beautiful. Woo. Beautiful. You guys, you, you might be you might be kicking back uh, on your commute into work or. Uh, you know, as you as you lay in bed softly listening to our voices lull you to sleep. Oh, God. Um, Do you think people sleep to our podcast? I hope so. If you sleep to our podcast, will you send us an email telling us that you sleep? Ooh, well, I guess. Does that make do we have to start labeling our stuff ASMR? Oh, my gosh. Like franchise unpack ASMR. To. Is that the Patreon? Like, this is going to be me chewing a candy bar wrapper. I, <laughs> I don't know it's, why I would chew the wrapper. <laughs> I, is there? I mean, I'm sure. Well, like I've listened to those like uh, I'm Killian Murphy. And yeah. I'm going to read you a story about a castle in yeah. a foggy highland. It's like, and it's, you're like, what? And I'm like, is this sexual? No. So here's the it thing. It just puts you to bed. We got to talk about this for a second. We we're, do. We're, yeah, oh, by the way, today we're we, talking we, about Harry Potter start, and the Sorcerer's yeah, Stone. We started doing UK accents and it just <laughs> immediately. Like, so the thing with ASMR and I, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not judging anybody. I'm just curious. No, no. I'm curious because some of it's cool. Like I watch a oh. channel called, uh, I think it's odd tinkering where this guy sure. just like cleans and restores, uh, old items, old technology, old, whatever. Um, and that's the whole thing. That's Ooh. the whole show. Um, close ups. And the audio is like, they have to have a shotgun mic, like right up in that business. He's and just it's like, just like, it's Oh, you're kind hearing of, all the tinkering. Yeah. The, it's, it's ooh. kind of like this cool ASMR thing. Well, uh, clearly that's not sexual. I'm not like, a, it a could ro- be, robo, I'm not going to king shame robo file. Everybody's got their, you know, Hey, yeah. I mean, I guess I, I'm sure somebody is Do like super into technology trinkets. being cleaned trinkets, ooh, um, trinkets. but, but like here's know. what I'm confused about. Well, I don't know why I went so high on that. I put well, Charlie Day. Um, what I'm so confused about is, uh, like, it's, some of it's got to be sexual, I feel like. like oh, of course. I yeah, think, but, uh, you know, but uh, like, it's because it's a very intimate, just even naturally, I think it's just a very intimate uh, sure. audio. Uh, so but it's, yeah. At what point, though, is it, like, not sexual, but just like. I think the content. I really do. Because I think, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that we're treading on the line of you. Anything can can be that if you make sure, it. Sure, you know? but like, it's a little like if, I don't know, if like my wife came downstairs and I, was, and I had some like YouTuber female on like, you know, I'm going to go to the beach today. Like, well, that as, would be, I think now that's a whole new, what are you watching? On your, <laughs> your, uh, get out of here. It's not what it looks like. It's not what it sounds like. Don't <laughs> put my but, headphones back. 
since we're on the topic of Harry Potter, uh, <laughs> we, you know, we, I've, I've, I'm sorry, I, I was I, I went on the digression, no, but I totally I totally and, understand. Yeah. When does one thing become another? And I think it's just how you market it. And who's going to pay for it? That's so, uh, also hey. very true. You know, it's and funny because we, we tend to correct our to we tend to correct our tangents relatively quickly. But then I look at like <laughs> get played where they will literally go on a forty five oh, minute tangent. It could um, she could come back. Oh yeah, she could rear her ugly head. Absolutely. Well, and and uh, we also don't have as long of episodes as they do. Uh, so yeah, today we're talking about Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, the movie, uh, and I guess also yes. the book. But you might be asking yourselves, Hey, Zach and Dave, uh, didn't you guys already? cover this and the answer is kind of of course uh, oh. yes yeah, so, kind oh, of. Yeah. <laughs> so we we did a harry potter episode in the past um and pretty soon all of those legacy episodes uh, are, are likely going to be transported over to the magical world of patreon whenever that's up and running um but for now they're still out there and we wanted to cover them in a little bit more detail yeah um, because harry potter is a huge because we did franchise. like a, just kind of like a big old through the blanket over the whole franchise and yeah. tried to, I think, discuss it or discuss it in segments. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, this is and honestly, this is one of my favorite. And I know I, I get panned for it, but I think it's one of my favorite <clears throat> ones. I, oh, absolutely. It, it's just got this is one that has a lot of heart and a lot of character. I mean, they it all has, do. I'm a big Harry Potter fan. Yeah, it was directed by Christopher Columbus. So he's the guy who did Home Alone. Yep. So you've got that with that frame of reference. It's got that. And I think it's also it's also always played on those Christmas movie lists lists. Yeah, it's it is a very Christmassy movie. And like and Uh, yeah, you know, Mr. Columbus kind of directs Christmas movies and he kind of directs in twos seems to be his his motif. He's and uh, but also, yeah, I don't know what their deal was with uh, because I think Harry Potter's had like four three or four directors i don't know i can't remember it's kind of like james bonds they're like hey right. it was it went well here's another one they'll right. throw it at you or not <laughs> like they'll just like switch it up well but, and, um, I, and i'm glad yeah. they did because his you know the yes. first two harry potter movies i, I really enjoy uh, them they're amazing uh but they're very light-hearted yeah uh, and the later novels don't call for that so i'm glad that they and then made that I, shift and then uh, honestly it's weird there's obviously major, major things are the same, like major design, but like there's huge differences too in even just the grounds of Hogwarts uh, in between movies. Like when you direct a movie series and you're doing the first one, I think it's like kind of like a TV series. You're setting the precedence and you have to like, it's almost like some of the directors didn't watch the previous ones. And like, like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, especially like it sticks out to me. Hagrid's cabin moves like 14 times. Oh yeah. Like it's like, I remember it just being in the middle of a field on the edge of the woods. And that's how it's described in the move in the book. I feel, but in the movies, it eventually is like down a cliff and like, in like a weird, like, or like in the swat, like it's weird. It feels like it's, it just moves all the time. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's just me, but yeah. yeah. Anyway. And, and that's, uh, there, there are a lot of weird continuity things. There's a great video. I think it's nerd writer on YouTube that did it hmm. where he's talking about what does magic sound like in the Harry Potter movies. Oh and yeah. He kind of analyzes how the actual sounds of the spells change as time goes on. And um, that's also aggravating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I guess maybe not aggravating, but like, y- I, I, mean, I think that they had to evolve. Cause like the first couple movies were a if, little campy. Here's the thing though. I would notice it. You see, I I 
didn't I guess I wouldn't realize it in the Harry Potter movies because I'm not that like hyper focused on them. I like them. Sure. But I'm not like super in, uh, you know, our our buddy uh, Peter is a huge super fan. Oh, we should have had him on for this episode. I dox the shit out of him. Can we we'll bleep his last name? <laughs> keep keep all this. Bleep his last name if we can remember that. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll that. lay a marker and that's can fine. Mark that's it fine. right there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Peter, he loves the books and these. I think he enjoys most, if not all, the movies a lot. You know, so but and he would probably notice. But he's also a big Star Wars fan, like I am, as you all yeah, know. Yeah. And it would really bother me, Zach, that if. In these new movies, in the new trilogy, which a lot of things bother me about them, but if they finally lit up Luke Skywalker's lightsaber and it sounded different, it sounded like another lightsaber because they didn't do their research. You know what I'm saying? Like that would I I would be like, that doesn't sound right. And it would or like the blasters were different than. But I think that's also something that's like. Those are iconic sounds and the magic from the sound design perspective, the magic in Harry Potter was more of a, a means to an end. Like the, 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 the real sound effects were in like the shuffling around and like the, like the sound design of the area that they were in, not so much like the, and it's, it's a great video if you get a chance to watch it. Yeah. Um, But like, wow, now that you brought that up, that really kind of like sticks in my craw. I like I feel like from a stand editing standpoint and like a, a sound design standpoint, I'm like, why would you do the previous designers a disservice like that? Well, I, I, and I've, if I remember correctly, the first couple of movies was very like musical with the magic. Oh, sure. Like, you know, like, you had I believe we had speaking of Star Wars. Um, uh, what? Uh, uh, what oh, oh, geez. oh, oh, uh, uh, oh. John Williams. Yes. Gosh, I'm sorry. Woo. I know, dude. That's Took me, thing. man. It's but been like, a day. I'm saying that like, <laughs> the sounds of the spells themselves had a musical quality. Um, whereas in the later movies, they were more like swishes and whooshes and windy noises. Sure. Um, kind yeah. of like ethereal kind of noises, which yeah. makes more sense, huh. but it is a deviation. So it's like. I think it should almost be like as the movies go on, they only become enhanced or are more enhanced depending on the power of the wizard casting them. Right, Wizard or right. Witch. I think that'd be cool. So you're taking the sound like maybe Expelliarmus from the first one. And then by the seventh movie, it's like, bam, like a symphony right. of that enhanced. That'd be, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a, be like a nitpick. And maybe <laughs> I'm completely wrong. Well, but like, I let, feel like that, you know, there should be at least some element. Let's uh, let's maybe start with yeah. a little bit of history here. So yeah. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, uh, obviously, that was a novel first, but uh, was a and movie the Philosopher's released Stone and the Philosopher's Stone um, was released in 2001. Uh, and it was yeah, the amazing. book was 97. And I believe the rights were sold for the movie in 1999. Look at so, you with the years. There it is. And then the movie came out November 2001. So yep. a very... I mean, uh, as we all know, that's right after 9-11. Like, this is a very, we yeah. need, like, uh, having a Christmas movie like this, I think it also might be why it really resonated. Now, uh, do you with, think that this yeah. felt like a Christmas movie at the time, or does it feel like a Christmas movie a November, to us now? A November release really, I think, and even looking at the poster, I'm looking at the poster right now, it looks Christmassy. Yeah, because it's looking it over like the main poster, you know, what I'm talking about it's like, oh, yeah, big, scary, young Daniel Radcliffe, like looking over the rim of it. Like, it looks like he's a Poor, super villain. Poorly photoshopped. It? It's kind of like, oh, and then like, <laughs> like he's this big head looking over the great the great hall. Um, yeah. And it's got the even though I believe it. it yeah. And it's it's because the great hall, the the ceiling is magical. It uh, it always is the sky outside unless it, they want something special like the Christmas 
like the snow coming in and shit like that. Right. So, which I always loved too. I feel like they really pushed, like in the first movie, they really showed that off. They like the all, all the eating and the, the, I don't know that, that atmosphere. It was, it was more magical. It was yeah. more, um, it was more like childlike wonder magic. Yeah. One of my favorite parts of the books, and I can't remember which one it was, but it was, re- did you read all the books? Oh yeah. Several times. Yeah. So it was, uh, okay. So you, you'll be able to help me out. It's when you like really dive into the el- the house elves and, but of Hogwarts and they're like kind of going into the, ki- they talk about how they, they get the kitchen and the food and all that uh, stuff. That's book three, I think. Right. Yeah. Okay. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah I think they really three. like start in like Dobby might be introduced. Yeah, oh, my, oh, oh, Dobby. Oh, oh Dobby. Dobby. Oh, Dobby. Uh, Dobby's anyway. introduced in the second? No. Maybe second. Third. I think she's I think, introduced. I feel like the house he's... elves really were big in three. Yeah, yeah. I said yeah. she. Um, but the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's, I mean. So, yeah. This movie, uh, it sticks out in my mind as one that I will go back and watch this as like a comfort food movie all the time. Oh, it's a good sick movie. Yeah, it's a good sick movie. It's a good Christmas movie. It's a good like Halloween movie. Honestly, like if you to me, Christmas movies and Halloween movies are kind of intertwined um, because they all fall in that same uh, time frame. But there was a lot of cool stuff with this movie, like uh, the fact that apparently J.K. Rowling pulled um, Alan Rickman aside. So he was handpicked to play Snape. Yeah, Um, she designed the character like after him. Oh, did she? Yeah, I believe that's what I, I know that he was handpicked by her to place. I, I don't think, know if she designed I even, it. I think she even said, like, in my mind when I was writing it, it was as. Oh, him that, that would make sense. I feel. But I could be wrong. I could be conflating um, things. She says it, a lot of dumb things. She, Can she we like just set, get that out of the way? And acts then, a lot of things. Yeah, she yeah, but also she dumb right now. And then I'm a period. I don't <laughs> yeah, want to talk about yeah. it anymore. Yeah, we'll you all know what there. I'm talking about. But yeah. uh, but apparently she uh, after she picked Alan Rickman to play Snape, she gave him like and this is from uh, IMDb. I'll read it verbatim here. Gave him special instructions about the character, uh, even giving vital details of Snape's backstory that weren't revealed until the final novel. Ooh. So it, I love that. I mean, I don't know how much of it she knew well, at that point, but she had to have known a good amount. You know what I do really appreciate about her is her involvement in this a uh, whole franchise from yeah. square one. I mean, obviously she's the creator and the author and, uh, you know, creative overall designer, but like she even down to the point where I heard that when they were designing the parks down at universal studios, uh, the theme park, you can go to Hogwarts, you can take the express. She, when they hired the professional chef to make the menu, she demanded to taste every single thing, and give it the go. Oh, she had to give the thumbs really? up for butterbeer, all that stuff. Cause she goes, it's in my mind a certain way and it has to match that. And like they said, yep, that's your contract. That's what we, uh, you know? And the thing is, it's like everyone, it is, think about it, what you love about the movie, the design. It's, it is one of those weird times when I remember seeing this movie, uh, the, for the first time in theaters going, oh, wow. I mean, you've seen the trailers and stuff, but like being like, oh, wow. This is how I imagined it in the book. Like they nailed it. And then you've come to find out, oh, she was probably on set the entire time. Absolutely. I mean, they they totally crushed it. I I do want to admit um, I was not a great reader uh, when that first book in the movie came out. And uh, I thought Hermione was pronounced Hermione. Oh, so did I. Hermione one. Hermione one. I thought she was a robot. 
Hammy one. Hermy one. <laughs> I am Hammy one. We are going to be late to potions. <laughs> as an as a young American lad, I saw the word H E R M I O N E as yeah. her, Hermione. And I never heard that. And then my mom, Hermione I remember, one. <laughs> yeah, Hermione. One. I remember seeing it in movies and being like Hermione. And my mom goes, "Yeah, it's a British name." I'm like, "Nobody told me that." <laughs> like, this is a crazy name, but I Harry, guess it's common. Ron, we are in imminent danger. <laughs> yes, Hermione. One. I would, that's, I, that's a troll I, in the hallway. Thought you it's, should it's, know. <laughs> it's pronounced. It's not Leviosa. It's Leviosa. <laughs> right. It's like the exact same. <laughs> 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 that it's, that should have been our cold open. Oh right my there. god! Damn. It's not Leviosa. It's <laughs> Leviosa. It's we got him, Leviosa. Leviosa. <laughs> They're just like Jesus. Oh, this robot. <laughs> Who the hell let Hermie run in? Uh, <laughs> this is my time, tutor. You're not supposed to know I have it yet. <laughs> Hermie one Granger. <laughs> Dude, mm, don't that, call me mudblood. <laughs> that might be my favorite franchise impact joke Uh-oh. of all time. Her, we have Hermione One will be a recurring. She'll she'll pop in the studio. Wood, oh my One. gosh, she's our droid. She's like right. our Star Wars droid. By the way, speaking of Star Wars again, check out Andor on Disney oh, wait, Plus. Wait, it's Dave, fantastic. I got something for you. I yes. got something for you. Here we go. It is me, Hermione One. Yes, <laughs> this is Hermione One. Oh, I love it. We've got it. In case you aren't aware, we have a soundboard. Oh so my gosh, have, that is. Uh, I love oh, it. Chef's I am. Kiss. I am actually crying a little bit. Okay. Anyway, so, all right. Back. Back to the Potter. Uh, I did want to say uh, one cool bit of trivia that I just found out uh, when researching this episode is that apparently Rosie O'Donnell and Robin Williams wanted roles in the movie and they were going to do it without pay because they yeah. just wanted to be in the movie. Robin Williams is all about that. He'll be like, yeah. I don't even need a character with a name. I just want to be in the movie. Well, he's, he's he did that thing. for Batman too. Robin wanted, Williams yeah. was going to be Hagrid. He wanted to be Hagrid. Wow. Can you imagine? That would have been great. However, Zach, I got a question for you. <sighs> Knowing, and I don't want to call it controlling, but the vision and the he necessity right for, for perfection. He I don't know right if he would have been right for any speaking role because you give Robin Williams a speaking role and he's you got run. it. You got to expect at least 25% of it to be Robin Williams and giving you that, that yes. improv in the moment. He's yep. going to do something and it, it's going to be in the film. So like, I don't know. I hate to say it. I love Robin Williams, but like, I don't know if he's appropriate no, for that he's major not, but, of a role. But like, Maybe but give him like a, a, fun, a fun little side role. Well, the thing is, help, is that yeah. uh, J.K. Rowling wanted uh, only British actors. That was her. That's I her, agree. Her big I 100 percent agree. I, I think that's very important. I think like uh, it, it's a British. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm down with that. I am, too. 100%. I think I think it was the right choice, honestly. Yep. yep. Um. So that was kind of like something that I found just super interesting about this movie. So we talked about the past of the movie a little bit. Obviously, this the hit book series turned into the film series. Um, the present of this is just the fact that it's living on all of these. You know, you, you can purchase these movies, obviously, and stream them. Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic there's, Beasts. There's the Dumbledore movie, which I haven't seen. Um, uh, yeah, I, uh, I don't was know. Was it not good? I saw Fantastic Beasts 1 and 2. And I, I two was real bad. And uh, one I couldn't one, make it through. I couldn't one make it was through. kind of boring. Right, it had real. I thought it had serious pacing issues. And here's oh, yeah. the thing: it's like I love the 
I love the world. I love. We love you too, Dave. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> of, I love the yeah, I do. I love the world of Harry Potter. Uh, I love the 1920s, 19-teens, 1920s. Yeah. I don't, I liked the idea going in, but then it was just like, I almost was just like, well, I miss all my characters. Right. And all I'm waiting for is like, by the end, like, oh, that's, oh, wow, that's this character young. Right, right. And you get like one and you're like, so wait, but like none of these people really matter for like, the overall arching story. Exactly. And that's the thing is like they, they did. And it's one thing that I wish they would not have done is they turned it into a cash cow series. They turned yes. it into a star Wars yes. series where it's like Harry Potter well, was a complete story. They did exactly what you're saying too. With mentioning star Wars. It's what George Lucas did early on. Why everything and everyone and every ship and blaster has a name. It's so you can make a toy out of it. And yep. have a name on a box. I'm not lying to you, dude. It's like he was like, name everything. I don't care what you do. Name it, license it, and bam, you right. can make a toy. It's like it's the same thing with, smart with move. Fantastic I mean, Beasts. if you're, if, if you're running you, it as a business, that's what a smart do you move. do? You make a Pokemon magic Pokemon movie and have 17 new magic creatures, every one that you can right. make a plushie out of instead of giving me a. And like that was the thing about like I, the second one. I remember was like, okay, damn. We're hunting another beast that like you let out, but right. like it re- this really doesn't matter to like the plot, right? Like of like Ezra Miller being a no, it, was it Ezra Miller? I think it was. Ugh, even worse. <laughs> like, ugh, talk about a franchise too that has casting issues. Like, oh my right. gosh. Ugh. But anyway, no, Ezra, no, oh. Oh. not her might and not hear me one. Don't go near. There's a troll in the dungeon, Ezra. Ezra. Ezra is in the yes. Oh my gosh! Ezra's the troll. He kind of is. (laughs) I think it's. I think it was Ezra Miller. He was like a weird carny or something. Also, that was not meant to go to. That was not a creepy Ezra. No, for anybody, that was like a like Ezra is just a a weird human being. Okay, well, it could have easily, but it could have easily gone there because it's Ezra. Not not meant to be like Ezra is about to like chase down Hermione and that way, but just like Hermione one. uh, one. Yeah, Hermione one. Like it's just (laughs) uh, it's just a. Uh, Ezra, I do not want to be in the same school as you right now. <laughs> I don't even want to be in the same room. Yep. <laughs> That's yeah. Yep, yep, that yep. was the. I'm going to clarify that because that could have gone very wrong. Good um, call. But uh, so I want to ask, what do we see regarding specifically regarding the Sorcerer's Stone? Is there anything that you want to see out of that now? Like because we're we're kind of at the end of our time. Um, um it's like, do we want to see any sort of like? re-releases more bts stuff do we want i to think turn we'll it- eventually get re-releases at an anniversary yeah. uh i would be surprised and then we'll get like a new box set or something i think i hope and we're going to talk about this on upcoming episode i hope the uh upcoming open world video game does it justice and reference and like i don't know well it, it, you know if we're going to live in the world again like give me those. I want, I hope the game you can go. I, I hope I can pick out in the great hall for like an hour yeah. and like just experience the weather in there. That'd be yeah. a really cool detail that I feel was introduced in the first movie. And then they really just didn't kind of go back to it too much. Yeah. So just the little things. Cause yeah. Cause we're like, well, what do you think? I mean, I would just like really anything to keep us in that world. Um, I, I feel like with the first movie specifically, there's not a whole lot that you can do. Um, to to kind of enhance what's already there, right? Uh, 
you know, I mean, I think it'd be cool to just have some way to explore that space, which in a future episode, we're going to be talking about the new Harry Potter game that's coming out. And I'm curious what they're going to do with that. Um, But I mean, there's you guys, if you go on to IMDb and just look at this list of facts and trivia about this uh, movie, I mean, it's so funny because you see stuff like Rupert Grint apparently sent a video of himself rapping, uh, explaining that he wanted the part of Ron. (laughs) What? On Earth. <laughs> I know. Uh, by February 2002, it was the second highest grossing movie uh, worldwide after Titanic. Like, there yeah. are these things that are like crazy bits of trivia that I would just encourage you. I mean, we'd be here for six hours on this one movie alone if I read right. them all off. But right. uh, it's it's just really there's so much history behind this movie. And if you think about it, it's like it kicked off so much. It kicked off this amazing franchise. It kicked off these actors careers. Right. Um, I think I'm sure it helped book sales. I mean, it's yeah. all it encouraged just amazing. Whole, I think it helped a whole generation read like encourage yeah. reading. And like, I haven't heard of a book series since. I mean, I remember when like Da Vinci code came out after, I mean, that was years after Harry Potter, but like, right. I don't remember since then, like another major, major, everyone, including right. children, Children and adults alike reading a book, kind of like Lord of the Rings was like that. From what I gather, they said it was like a phenomenon, like a cross generation, generational phenomenon. Right. Uh, I I, I'm just kind of curious to see what'll come next. And it'll be in the form of a series like it'll have to be, you know, multiple books. I mean, Game of Thrones, that might be uh, the the ice and fire saga, all that sort of stuff like that might be close to it, but also because of the show. So it's like kind of in reverse. Yeah. But I mean, I I sound probably sound like a complete asshole like <laughs> saying this because I'm not like a I'm not the hugest reader. So like I'm sure they're like, well, what about this, that and the other? I'm like, but like, guys, the on the level of Harry Potter, like that's what I'm talking about, like movies that break records. So that's I mean, that's it for today, you guys. Um, I, You know, we we honestly we almost went a little over on time, but uh if you would like, you can check us out on Instagram at Franchise Unpacked. You can find me on Instagram at the Zach Rogers. You can find me on Instagram at the Dave of Wonders. And I, I think that's it for this week. I uh, believe we, so. We love you, nerds. And uh, yeah, stay tuned. We got some really fun episodes coming up. So right. uh, keep an eye out and uh, always watch out for Ezra. Ezra. <laughs> thanks, Hermione. One. And thanks, you guys, for listening. And we'll catch you later. See ya. See ya.